0: This is Ty Cooper with e-Conversations at the New Jersey Economic Development Authority. Today, I'm super excited to have Wes Matthews, who's the Vice President and Director of the Office of International Trade and Investment. So... Mr. Matthews, introduce yourself and tell us about how you got over here at EDA.
1: Sure. Well, thanks, Ty, and thanks to the team for the opportunity. Really appreciate it. Um, so, Wes Matthews, I lead the state's International Trade and Investment Office. Um, this is a new office? It is a, it is a new office as of last year. Uh, we set it up uh, in conjunction with uh, the governor's economic plan and, um, um, and then Tim's idea. Of, uh, of the EDA kind of expanding its uh, scope and purpose to be a more comprehensive economic development uh, office. So you so, have
0: a unique background. So uh, you've got to tell <laughs> us about how you got here, and I promise I won't cut you off again. Sure. Um, but tell us how you got here. I think it's really interesting, just kind of the international global footprint that you've had so really yeah curious about that.
1: yeah it, it has been an interesting career so um, I'm a career foreign service officer that's wow. on loan from the US Department of State uh, and I come to New Jersey after having served 10 years abroad um, wow. in, in West Africa and Europe and uh, most recently in South Asia uh, how I got here is particularly unique Governor Murphy and I worked together in his previous avatar as the <laughs> US ambassador to Germany that's awesome. Yeah, I was posted to Berlin as his chief of staff. Uh, it was an incredible opportunity to work for a really incredible individual. After Berlin, I served in New Delhi, India, and Islamabad, Pakistan. And it was while I was in Pakistan that the governor won election, uh, and we discussed an opportunity to work in his administration as a loaned, uh, a loaned executive from the State Department.
0: So how many languages can you speak? I know New yeah, Jersey, that, which is a language.
1: I'm <laughs> learning that one, uh, basic proficiency. Um, I I know German, so I had to get to a business proficient level in German before we went to uh, Berlin, and then uh, I speak Malayalam. It's one of the many Indian languages uh, from South India in particular. Uh, And I used to speak a little Spanish. uh, Not so well uh, anymore. (laughs) Uh, I will add, on a personal note, uh, although New Jersey is not home, uh, my wife and I have loved every minute of of being here and living here. We've loved everything the state has to offer. Uh, from urban metros to the shore uh, to hiking on the state 's trails, I look down at my foot because I actually hurt my <laughs> hurt my foot uh, on the shore this weekend, but it 's getting better uh, it 's been the opportunity of a lifetime to live kind of right in the middle of the northeast corridor and we've we've really enjoyed it
0: that 's awesome so. OITI is a relatively new office. Can you let folks know just a little bit more about this? It's new, so give us a little bit of background on what this office is, what the focus is, and what
1: you guys are doing. Sure. So the Office of International Trade and Investment, OITI, it's a a new office. We're really focused on foreign direct investment, otherwise known as FDI. Uh, It's a key tenant of the governor's economic plan. I will say New Jersey used to have a fantastic international trade office in the 1980s and 90s. In fact, we had overseas offices in London, Mexico City, Beijing, and Tokyo. Yeah, the office coordinated robust trade missions, signed many sister state agreements focused on both attracting investment and export promotion uh, of New Jersey businesses who wanted to export overseas. And it was really seen as a top model in how states conduct their international outreach efforts. Um, Since then, I'd say we just haven't been as effective um, in the following years, and we've tried in fits and starts a number of different initiatives. You know, different administrations had their priorities, and for several, international was not one of them. Um, The office stagnated for a while before it was shut down completely 10 years ago, but under the leadership of Governor Murphy and our Fearless CEO, Uh, we've (laughs) We've opened this office uh, at the EDA to, you know, number one, uh, and most importantly, reclaim New Jersey's place as an international investment uh, destination. Our office has three main responsibilities. It's to, uh, number one, to create the strategies that drive increased investment into New Jersey. Number two, to be the liaison to the diplomatic and business community in the region. I'll note uh, with regard to being the the liaison to the diplomatic community that Trenton is only a 75-minute train ride away from over 150 foreign consulates. It's the closest state capital in America to so many foreign governments. And we've not done a good job in the past engaging them, uh, but we are changing that. And then number three, we coordinate the state's international outreach, including uh, governor-led business attraction missions uh, in close coordination with our private sector partner, Choose New Jersey.
0: So that's awesome. And yeah. an entire mouthful. And I had no idea that we used to have an office that was similar to what they were doing before. So I like the fact that we're pivoting, we're advancing it, and really highlighting uh, Trenton's proximity to all of these other consulates. So that's, that's amazing.
1: It is. Yeah. I think, you know, um, with any administration, particularly with this one under the leadership of Governor Murphy, if it's, you know, if something works well, Mm -hmm. Uh, he's not, he's not prone to change that just for the sake of changing it. I think with regard to our office and the international office, he saw that we had something that worked well in the past. Uh, and the idea was just to simply try to, you know, resurrect that. Um, that's awesome. Yeah. So,
0: what are some of the benefits of attracting international investment as opposed to investment from domestic sources? Yeah, I love that. Is that a tricky question? This, <laughs> not, not,
1: not, not for me. Um, so, there was a study done during the election for uh, for the governor uh, that stated that attracting a dollar of foreign direct investment was far cheaper than attracting a dollar of domestic wow. investment. In fact, it's a great deal. The report stated that for every dollar of incentive. uh, we would offer a foreign company, we get almost that same dollar back in investment. However, for every dollar of capital outlay by a domestic company, the state would have to spend almost double uh, in incentives, so almost $2 to attract them. So as we know, to attract domestic investment, you know, we've employed some, some very generous tax incentive programs in the past. However, for many international companies that have called New Jersey home during that period, they've not sought those incentives um Aurobindo pharmaceuticals for example it's a hyderabad based company from india they have invested 400 million dollars into new jersey wow. over the last few years yeah it's the single largest foreign direct investment into new jersey by any company from any country over the last five years and they did all of that without taking a single dollar of incentive and I say that because we, we're looking for more of those success stories from abroad.
0: That's excellent, yeah. that's super awesome actually. So we know that we love our Garden State, we know that this is a new Stronger Fair in New Jersey. What are some of New Jersey's greatest assets for attracting international investments?
1: Yeah, I think that's, that's fairly obvious, Ty. I think our location, uh, access to large markets, our talent pool, um, clusters of various industries, our connectivity not only to the region, but abroad to the world. Uh, Newark uh, Airport is by far probably you know the the asset I tout the most when I when I uh, not just when I travel abroad but when I speak about uh, New Jersey Uh, and quality of life I think international residents come to New Jersey and usually find a welcoming environment with a large number of immigrants from almost every single country in the world Uh, for many of those foreign families raising a family is easier Mm -hmm. in our state uh, over others uh because of that diversity. Um, and not to mention some of the best K through twelve and higher education institutions uh in the country.
0: Nice plug too.
1: Yeah. Very <laughs> nice plug. I like
0: that. So what factors affect international investment and just more specifically, how much is beyond our control at the state level and how do we compensate for factors outside of New Jersey that still influence foreign investors' decision making? Sure.
1: So um I I will just say, New Jersey has lagged our Northeast neighbors in attracting Mm. FDI historically. So while New York, Pennsylvania, and Massachusetts uh, have taken over 75% of all new foreign direct investment into the Northeast, New Jersey only received about 8% of that. Um, And that's something we really look to fix because attracting FDI... um, you know, it kind of has a follow-the-leader pattern. So, you know, for example, when one pharma company from India comes to New Jersey, others tend to follow. You know, with regard to what we can control versus what we can't, I mean, clearly we are focused on what we can control. There are factors outside of the governor's control, immigration, worker visas, trade wars, you know, tariffs that make goods more expensive for our citizens. Uh, and the overall investment climate in the U.S. We can't control those, but we can make sure federal policymakers hear New Jersey's voice.
0: Say that one more time, I like Uh, that. (laughs) (laughs) We
1: we, we have a robust and ongoing dialogue with our federal government colleagues at the Department of Commerce and the U.S. uh, Trade Representative's Office to let them know how federal policies affect our state. Uh, With that said, all 50 states have to deal with those things. Uh, so, in a way, we're all still on a level playing field when it comes to attracting FDI. We have to do a better job at focusing our efforts on attracting investment uh, from the high growth sectors the governor's identified in his economic plan. And frankly, do a better job in targeting our, our programs, incentives, and otherwise, for those sectors and those foreign companies in those sectors. Um, I said earlier that, that, that many foreign companies come to New Jersey without um, using any incentives. Mm-hmm. So they come here because of our distinct advantages. But what are the chances a company that's, uh, let's say, in uh, sub-Saharan Africa that's in the middle of making a major investment decision knows the New Jersey value proposition? You know, slim to none, I'd yeah. say. How would they? We haven't reached them yet. So we're fixing that with an increased frequency of overseas business attraction missions, which we'll we'll get to in a moment, I'm sure.
0: Now, you have me really excited about this. So I know that you have loved every second of this job. Um, what's been one of the most exciting international collaborations and how have they benefited New Jersey?
1: Yeah, I, you're right. I, I really love this job. I don't consider it a job. It's, a, it's an honor. It's an opportunity. Uh, and it's just been really fun for me. Um, since we've started this office, we've met with over 50 foreign countries, either wow. either visiting delegations to New Jersey or their consulates um, in the region or their embassies in Washington. So I'd say we've been really active. Um, one of the more exciting collaborations has been with the Israeli Innovation Authority, where we are working on attracting Israeli startups to New Jersey to partner with larger New Jersey-based Corporations in various sectors. That's Awesome. Yeah. So the awesome. the IIA and Israel as a country are expert at this. You know, they're called the startup nation because of their expertise at nurturing startups. And I think this partnership, uh, it'll you know, I hope attract many of those startups to New Jersey to grow their business, uh, commercialize their technologies, and collaborate with our companies.
0: So let's talk about one of your recent trips from last year. You went with Governor Murphy to Israel and Germany, and this was his first international trade mission. A ton of amazing stuff happened during uh, during that last trip. Can you give us a little bit of the details and what collaborations came out of that?
1: Yeah, that was a that was a really again another exciting trip to coordinate. Um, one of our office's objectives is to propose and coordinate uh, those governor, uh, the governor-led governor outreach missions. Uh, Germany and Israel were our first uh, missions for, for Governor Murphy. The countries are pretty obvious. Uh, Germany and Israel are both top 10 trading partners of New Jersey's. We have significant investment from their companies uh, into our state. Uh, Obviously, the governor used to be the U.S. ambassador in one country, and in the case of the other, we're home to a very large Jewish community that has deep connections back to Israel, and we thought that we could draw on all of those existing strengths and relationships. Um, I already mentioned one of our collaborations in Israel with the Innovation Authority. In Germany, however, we signed a number of MOUs. Uh, on everything from cybersecurity to workforce development. In fact, uh, later this week, the governor, along with the German-American Chamber of Commerce, is going to launch the New Jersey Apprenticeship Program. I consider that a huge win um, for us as a state, uh, and I, I would say it's a direct outcome of the governor visiting Germany. We also opened our first foreign office in Berlin choose, awesome. choose New Jersey in Europe so we're really putting ourselves back on the map
0: but I think it's incredibly important that New Jersey is really setting its mark on a global scale we are one of the best states in the country to do investments with yeah. so for you I think tremendous opportunity um, so also coming up you have a big trip going to India and this is his second. Trades mission. So can you tell us what are some of the goals for the delegation that you're going down there with? You
1: bet, yeah. Mm-hmm. So um, I lived in India for three years as a diplomat. Uh, I visited more than a dozen times since I was a kid. It's wow. a country I know pretty well. Uh, India is the number two foreign direct investor in New Jersey. The Indian American population is the largest diaspora population in our state. Oh, uh, wow. Yeah, by a long shot. Hundreds of Indian companies employ thousands of New Jerseyans. Many Indian students attend our institutions of higher education. I mean, the connections are endless. Yet no New Jersey governor has ever visited India. That's crazy. Absolutely, (laughs) it it was a striking omission. The governor agreed, and he was really keen uh, to lead a business uh, delegation to India this fall. So the governor himself has visited India several times in his life in the private sector, so it's a country that's familiar to him as well. I mentioned earlier that New Jersey lagged its Northeast neighbors in overall Mm -hmm. foreign direct investment attraction. However, if you take specific countries, the story is pretty different. India, for example, over 50% of Indian investment into the Northeast comes directly to New Jersey. So to me, that is unbelievable and really striking. It's a huge advantage, uh, and that's momentum we have to build on. so we're planning a seven-day, six-city visit to India. that will take No sleep, it sounds no like. No sleep, very little <laughs> sleep. Um, that, <laughs> that's going to take the governor and a 35-person delegation to Delhi, Agra, Hyderabad, Mumbai, Ahmedabad, and Gandhinagar. Uh, it's heavily focused on trade and investment in those key sectors we derive the, mo- the most investment from, life science and pharmaceuticals and the IT industry. We think we have a great story to tell in those areas. Uh, But it's also going to be focused on higher education and some of our key growth sectors like media and film, clean energy, and fintech. Uh, You know, we we think we can have more of Bollywood uh, and Tollywood in New Jersey, uh, as well as collaborate with Indian states that want clean energy solutions. And of course, share share best practices in all of these areas. I'll just say one more thing on India. You know, the governor said this several times. You know, we want to be seen as a partner to those countries we visit, particularly with India. So we're not going to these countries just trying to fish for, yeah. you know, more investment or jobs. You know, we welcome that, of course, uh, but we also want to be seen as partners with these countries on their economic priorities. Um, so we are working on a number of initiatives uh, and memoranda of understanding with the central government, as well as a subnational level with various Indian states that will bind New Jersey and India, we think, for decades to come.
0: Wes, this has been fantastic. I'm gonna give you an opportunity to have some closing words. Again, I think this is tremendously exciting. Again, New Jersey has so many strategic advantages from locations, etc., and you really have done a phenomenal job getting this office set up and really highlighting all the best attributes of this state. So in closing.
1: Yeah, well, thanks. Thanks again for the opportunity, mm-hmm. chat. Uh I'd be remiss if I didn't mention that we are a small, very focused team leading our <laughs> international <laughs> efforts. Uh, Sarah, David, and Michael constitute the, the brain trust of uh, OITI right now. I will put in a plug that, that, that we will be hiring a few additional people in the coming months, so keep an eye out. Uh, right. I'll close with this. Um, This was a very interesting experience I had a few weeks ago. I met my predecessor 20 years removed recently in New Brunswick. He was very happy to learn that the governor restarted our international outreach efforts uh, in a major way. Uh, My predecessor, he led the state's first engagement with several African nations. He He was in charge of some very awesome, very interesting endeavors, and I want this office to really get back to a place where we are, you know, once again, a model for how a state engages globally. I think we're off to a to a pretty good start. So thanks again.
0: No, this is wonderful. Wes, thank you so much for joining us at e-conversations at NJEDA.
1: Thank you.